yourart.com.au. It's not just about art, it's also about coaching. In this space, I have a container coming up called Be Your Creator, where you can join a beautiful safe space with other women and really work out what your true purpose in life is. It's starting in mid-June. All you need to do is jump on the website or direct message Nikki today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 36 of the Your Say podcast, Nikki. Before we go any further, I've got one thing to say to you. What you got? I want to see your reaction. Ready? Yes. Queenslander! Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I bet you that it's got to do with rugby because it was <laughs> fucking... <laughs> it's state of origin tonight. Tonight, yeah. Who are you going for? I'm going for Queensland. I don't watch any of that shit. <sighs> I hate sport on TV. All right. Well, anyway, people, today we're looking at Nikki's book collection and... Um, Jung. Yeah, Jung. Jung, young. Um, we are going to be opening books and we're going to be looking for Becky and my reaction. A little, mm. bit of, a little bit of deep dive into our minds, really. Oh, strap yourselves in. I fucking like this episode. Queenslander! Fuck off. Nikki, it's podcast day and let's go straight in with some housekeeping. Well, Becky, I'm going to push it straight back to you because oh. I believe there's been another death in the Pets family. Well... I'm not going to confirm it was a death. Oh, I'm going to make no comment A rehoming. Yeah, there was a rehoming. <laughs> what happened to your fish? Well, I shocked it, didn't I, into near death. And we told the listeners about that. She cleaned everything I too much. I just cleaned it too well, you know. And then you tried to feed them so back I to health. Thought, yeah, so I thought, and this is it's actually taught myself about my love language, right? So what I did is I went to the pet shop and I spoke to the guy and he was like, oh, you've shocked him, you know, he might come good. So I bought them a different food, thinking I'll just treat them. Might, might, you know, might just perk him up a little bit. Tried that for a few days, wasn't working. Till one morning, I came down and he was like, he wasn't looking very well. Right. He was like gasping for breath. Yep. Hiding under the filter, and oh. the big one was kind of backing him in there. Oh. So I went to a different pet shop, spoke to a different guy. Yep. And he said, oh, you know, goldfish don't thrive like that. And um, one of them's probably bullying the other one, which made total sense because. These fish, I got them, they were the same size. And then the girl one, I call her, turned into a right fatty bumba, right? So I was just thinking. So she's been eating all the food. Well, you know, I told you, oh, you my did. God, she's pregnant. Yeah, you did. She just got she fat. Was well, when I, he said, bring them in. He gave me two bags and he said, bring them in. I'll have a look at them. And he said, if you want, I can put the, the healthy one in the pond and we can, we can try and rehabilitate the sick one. So they've gone off to that home. But when I took them back to him. He just cracked up and he went, I've never seen a goldfish so fat. And I'm like, I didn't oh. think it looked that fat. Yeah. He said it's not supposed to look like this. So he took me over to the tank where her type of fish are. Oh. Yeah. He went, that's what she's supposed to look like. So was she double the size? More than that. Oh, wow. And he said basically she's dominant and you're feeding her up and she's just bullied the other one into like near death. Oh, that's horrible. So, yeah, so I was just overfeeding. Oh, oh, good. So they're gone now. They've gone. I've cleaned out the tank for good and put it away in a cupboard and Great. replaced it with a fruit bowl. <laughs> I love it. I would have put it on Marketplace and sold it because you're not getting fish again, but that's okay. Yeah, Baby but you have steps. To, yeah, yeah. Because of the youngling, she's only six. So yes. I've had to say maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah. So that's my housekeeping for the week. Well, I've had some housekeeping of the pet area as well. Oh, yes. Alice has been a right little miss, right? So we've been taking her to a very, very elaborate dog park, which I call Dog Disneyland, where we take her to Pizzy Park. She runs, she swims, she meets other dogs. There's like beautiful woods and it's just the most amazing experience. In fact, we spent two to three hours there both days of the weekend but the little bitch doesn't want to come home. She's enjoying it too much. So she won't get in the car. So from now on, I'm going to have to take treats. But yesterday, 50 minutes, it took me to chase her around. I ended oh up needing God. another woman helping me. Like it is a debacle. Yeah. You know, and I'm literally, and she just doesn't, yeah. So Asshole. that's being an asshole. And 
she's peed on the bed again. Oh, that's even more of an asshole. Well, so, I, could you, have you considered taking her back to the pet shop and taking it to Don't. <laughs> it so, worked for me. So I wouldn't. I'm not saying Alice. it's everybody's answer, but it might work for you. Um, if you've missed, if by the way, guys, if you missed the pet episode, you need to go back and have a listen. We talk about all our animals, and if you want to see them, you'd have to jump on our Instagram. How good the pet episode is that I'm two animals less since that episode. I know, and then I'm like, I, I smacked her though, like I gave her a little. Oh. Smack on the bum. Not a bad one, just a little one because it was just like, come on, man. So there's that. What else, Becky? You got anything else? Yeah, well, your, hair, your hair's looking good. You've had a haircut. Oh, you I had a haircut. You've yeah. been to the barbers. I went to the barbers, short back and sides, $22. Yeah, I'm telling right. you, I'm under budget this year. I'm under budget for maintenance. All and I'm... it's jean weather. You've got your denims on. I've got my denims on. So I'm a curvy girl, for those that don't know. And I've gone and bought. I don't want to reference them as fat girl jeans. No, don't because do that. that is not the right. I, these are curvy girl jeans. Yeah, well, they do. They so make it very curvy. It's very flattering. I struggle because I have a very big bum and a relatively small waist. So even though I've carried, even though, even though I'm a little bit larger than I once was, but it's P.S. I'm really starting to embrace. Mm-hmm. So I went and got the curvy girl jeans. So. Because if I would size up, I'd have to put on like a 14, but then it's just gaping around my waist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so these, I'm back in Curvy Girls one. H&M, Curvy Girls. Yeah, now I'm back. Now I'm back in a 10, Curvy Girl. There you go. So 10 waist, but then they give you like probably yeah, a 14 or a 16 cut. in the bum. So, yeah, that's that. They look smashing. Ah, uh, what other juice have I got for you? I've just had the best week. I've got to tell you, been I've had a, I've been on fire. My business is booming, and I'm just in the most amazing space. I've really integrated everything that I learned from Vipassana, and I'm just really fucking thriving. I would have to say it could be that drink I've just made you. Oh fuck, guys! <laughs> she just made me some concoction. What do we call it's it? Delicious. I'm just calling it the viral TikTok drink. Which, as I <laughs> there you go. I've just burped it. That's what I mean. It's so just. It's like it was so. It was just so much lemon. Beautiful. I've Cheryl. just burped on here. I haven't Beautiful. done that before. Oh god. <laughs> but your lymph nodes won't be swollen, will they? You can, can thank me for nice. that later. <gasps> All right. So anyway, let's get into today's podcast, shall we? Let's. All right, today's episode is going to be about a book. Now, I've introduced this book to all my clients. Yeah, you and, introduced me to it. And my friends. So I'm, I also post a lot, I repost a lot of this guy's stuff on Instagram. I want to introduce all our listeners to a man called Jung Publo, Y-U-N-G, P-U-E-B-L-O. Young Pueblo? Pueblo. How would you pronounce his name? Pueblo. Young Pueblo. You'd Pueblo. say young. I Pueblo. say young. Okay, young. Okay, whichever whichever, whichever you want to pronounce whichever his name. Whichever place you He is a very, very wise man. Mm-hmm. He's got a really interesting background. His first book is called Inward. So this is the one that I get all my clients to start with. Now, the book is just... It's almost like a book of small little affirmations. Affirmations. Almost. It's not like a book that you read. It's one that you open up and you get yeah. some wisdom from. So I utilize this, and I still do, two years on um, in my morning ritual. So in the morning I kind of open it up and you often get what you need to read, right? So if you're yeah. a fan of memes and all those kind of positive things, you're going to love this book. This is what it says on the back. True power is living the realization that you are your own healer, hero, and leader. Nice. So I just love that. So his second book is called Clarity and Connection. And then his third book is called Lighter and Lighter is a book, right? Right. He's actually, interesting fact, also been to Vipassana. He's a Vipassana, um, so he meditates. So he's very aligned to the thinking of me. And what have you thought of this book, Becky? Yeah, I, I have opened it up. I've done it with the kids as well. Oh, have you? open it up and read a thing and they go, oh. Yeah, yeah. right. So what we're going to do today, guys, is I'm going to open it up randomly and I'm going to read it and then Becky and I are going to just talk about it. Yeah, because I, I, I have only opened it up a couple of times. Must Fucking hell. <laughs> okay, so first one. Boom, I'm opening it up. This is what I've opened it up to. I gathered my habits and started releasing the ones that never that can never lead me to lasting freedom and joy. Ooh. Oh, habits. Right, Becky? What habits have you got? Mm, 
habits. Oh, Becky Bash. We've spoken about that before. Becky bashing. Yeah. Like and that, that doesn't serve voice. you. Yeah. No, it never serves me. And has that been going on for your whole life? Uh, yeah, more so probably since my marriage ended. I'm such an advertisement for marriage, not. That's okay. No, probably during it. You know, because if you're told you're rubbish at this, that and the other and then you start believing it, don't you? Yeah. I'm more conscious of it now. But before I, I kind of didn't. I, I would like you to gather that habit and release it here yeah. now. Because I do. I said to you, I've said to you a few oh, times you on that? text how this how week. Do that? To releasing it. I've been saying to you, stop talking about my friend like that. Stop yeah, you saying do. You that. talk about me like in the third person. I do because I've <laughs> I've been trying to coach Becky to get more on camera, guys, and you're going to oh, see a lot. Yeah. You're going to see a lot okay, more of yeah. her, and she just needs to release those habits. What about childhood habits? So I used to. I've always bitten my nails. Always collect worms. You collect worms as a habit. Well, maybe it's more of a hobby. I'm yeah, not... it's that's a hobby, babe. Okay, not, we're right. not up to that. We're talking about habits. So, so I bit my mm. fingernails as a young child. And now I've just stopped. I stopped at Vipassana. Look at them, Becky. Yeah, I did notice before that How they're How beautiful are they? They're lovely. I think they're looking really good. And whilst I'm not putting my fingers inside anyone at the moment, <laughs> I can have a little bit of length on the nail. <laughs> oh, I've even gone off putting them inside myself, but that's – I digress. You're in a bit of a drought there. I'm having a drought. Yeah, oh. I'm having a drought. I'm having a drought. Is that since Vipassana? Yeah, I've had a drought since Vipassana. I don't even think I've orgasmed since before I left. Well, maybe I might have had a sneaky one. Oh, actually, I, I think you there. did tell me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to this. I gathered my habits oh, and I started. Oh, story would be so oh, No, we'll share that one next time. I gathered my habits and started releasing the ones that never led me to lasting freedom and joy. So I, my body shaming is oh, one yeah. that is I'm I'm currently working on this. Yeah. So I've got an affirmation around it and I want to share that something I did so I just don't look at myself naked. So I look at my face and maintain that. But I've shared on the podcast many times before, I've got body image issues and I have had mainly around my size, not my face. And I feel like, Becky, with my birthday next week, yeah. oh, it's my birthday edition next week, I feel like I might be finally as close to letting it go as possible. Oh, that's good. And these jeans are helping. Are helping because this is what happened. I got out of the shower and I was like, look at yourself. And so I So you don't at, look at yourself at all. It, only in the face, never at my body, right? Oh. And at the moment I'm painting women's breasts as yes, my job, you are. right? So I thought Pink, they're not their literal breasts, but Well, they send me a photo of their boobs yeah, yeah. and then I paint them. And so I want to do my own. So what started this was I've, I've spent money on getting my boobs done and then now I've put this weight on, but I haven't really accepted them. So I looked at myself naked in my full-length mirror and I was like, I'm pushing 50, guys. I turn 47 next week. And I looked at myself and went, do you want to be your nan, right? My nan's always been my mentor in my life. Mm -hmm. My nan, as recently as two weeks ago, oh, I must cut back on my cake and my sugar. She has been body shaming herself and being on and off a diet and thinking about and talking about her weight for her entire life. Yeah, and right. I've mimicked that behavior. And the truth is I've got her body shape. We've got a skinny waist, we've got big bums and thighs, and we have a sweet tooth. I'm like identical to her. And I looked at myself and I said out loud, I don't want to be you, Nan. I don't mm. want to be bashing myself for what I've eaten and what I haven't. No, you want to enjoy it. Which I haven't done for the last, you know, year, but I've also put on a lot of weight. So as part of this journey, I went and bought the jeans that fit me now instead of trying to squeeze back into the ones that don't. Yeah. And the truth is I'm probably a healthy size 12. Yeah. Right? I probably might even be a 14 in the bum, but I'm probably a 10 in the in physique here. Mm -hmm. This is my shape. Yeah. This shape enables me to eat what I want but make healthier choices and I really want to just love my body. So I want to remove that habit and I'm working really hard on it. And I on air on my socials have talked about weight. You've seen me go from a size fucking six to a 10 to a 12 to a 14, da, da, da. I want to let it go because it doesn't bring me joy. doesn't serve you doesn't doing serve all this body me. bashing. So that's well, the habit I want to get rid of. You can't look at yourself well, in the mirror. I mean – no, not naked. No way. And I remember when I was like, if ever I would stay in a hotel and there was a mirror in the bathroom and I could see myself in the shower. <laughs> I See, it's funny because me last night, I was in the shower. Oh, God, it was chilly last night. Anyway, I was in the shower. Molly had had her shower earlier on and we were up in my bedroom, right, Molly and I, and she's she's got her iPad there and she's in her jammies and I was in the shower. And I was just getting out and Moz came in from work 
and I just jumped. I was like, hi. <laughs> like that. Oh, nude. Yeah. I love it. And Molly was just cracking Crack it up. up. I know. She the thought kids it was love the it. funniest thing. Kids love nudity, don't they? <laughs> so I'm still nude in front of – are you nude? You're nude in front of your kids. You're not funny about that. No, I've never have been because I want them to be like it's okay. Yeah, same. You know? I'll still walk into Dakota's room, knock on the door and might be like have nothing on. <laughs> Does he say anything? He's just like, mum. <laughs> yeah, like – I mean, yeah. So anyway, I'm getting rid of those habits. I'm okay. going to let that body shaming go and you're going to stop bashing my friend Becky. Okay. I love this recipe. Okay, now I'm going to open the book to another random page. Right, Here we go. go. The body contains our past emotions. Mm. Healing work creates space for the release of what we felt long ago. I'm going to read it one more time. The yeah. body contains our past emotions, doesn't it? Healing work creates space for the release of what we felt long ago. It's funny, isn't it? I often heard through yoga that we store a lot of our trauma mm, in we the do. hips. Yeah, you store it in all different – well, that, this is the thing. You store trauma in different parts of your body. So yeah, often right. neck pain – so you can Google this, neck, pone, neck pains associated with this, jaw pains associated with this. It's like kinesiology. Yeah. So it's all oh, – look, I relate to my body containing our past emotions. Like you saw how sick I got after Vipassana. Yeah, I, that was like a release. You came back was. and you were like, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, when you go on holidays, all of a sudden you feel sick. So when you stop, your body's like, ugh, like it just kind of gives it that. Well, I used to know like in schools and that, you know, when you're teaching and you're fine during the term time and then you have a half break or you don't have a half term here, but it, you get to the holidays and you just – all of a sudden you're really sick because you have stopped. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think out. I think as well now that I work for myself and have the ability to work slower and slow down, yeah. I've probably been more sick and I allow my spell, myself that space mm. to kind of lean into that. So healing work creates space for the release of what we felt long ago. How have you been in your life, Becky, with regards to letting things go? Like are you someone that hangs on to things or deal with it yeah throw I can it out. be no I was I think it depends where you are and how you work through things so I again I'm gonna go back to my separation mm. boring it's not boring it's the but it's a big thing in your life it was a big thing and I held on to that for a long time because I was hurt by a lot of it you know like um friends not hanging around mm. a lot of them disappeared overnight and that was hard mm. I wasn't expecting it, obviously, mm. but I I accepted it, but it hurt for a long time. Yeah. For a really long time. Mm. Longer than you thought. Um, I think it, it was the surprise and then it was the hurt and then it was kind of, then it was anger, yeah. I think, after that. Yeah, no, so I there understand. was a few emotions to work through. Yeah, I understand. When I, when I read this, the thing that comes up for me is – Healing work creates space for the release of what we felt long ago. When I first took on my journey of healing work, which for me was in my early 30s, so we're talking like 17 years ago, 20 years ago, I remember like my family was what I dealt with first, right? Yeah, or right. my childhood trauma, my dad not being my real dad. I talk about that in my first episode actually. But one of the things that became obvious is that's what I had to let go first of like mm. so I did a lot of they call it family constellation you can do this with counselors and psychologists where you go back and you reparent yourself and you let go of all that childhood trauma yeah I've done that with certain things where I've had to go back and you know when you go back and you talk to you as a little girl kind yeah, of yeah, thing, yeah exactly and, and same you thing go, yeah it's okay it's going to be all right yeah Don't, and then you reparent yeah, yourself you reparent yeah. so I have done a bit of that yeah and, you know, on that topic, one of the things that was really interesting for me is I, by the way, guys, for those that don't know, I don't know who my biological dad is. So I have a dad and he's yeah. brought me up since I was born um, but separated from my mum and don't really have a close relationship with him. However, my biological dad, I don't know who he is and my mum doesn't either. It could have been one of two men. So, again, I talk about a whole episode on that. Yeah. But one of the things that constantly surprises people about me and something that I thought might have come up at Vipassana when I was away for 10 days is that I don't know who he is and I'm a pretty inquisitive person, I'm pretty out there, 
But I have realized now, finally, I really let that go in my early 30s through the family constellation work that I did with my then counselor. And I don't want to know, like I could go out now and try and find it all out, but I have no desire. If it was ever going to come up, it would have come up at Vipassana. I'm at peace with it. I don't want to know. I don't want to set myself up for another disappointment. And genuinely, it's just not of interest to me. But you've got a very strong sense of self, haven't you? You've got a strong identity. I have now. I have now. Yeah, Yeah, I have now. And exactly. And so therefore I don't need to. But I know people often are like, really? Aren't you curious? What if this? What if that? It's like, honestly, I'd be lucky to give it thought five times a year. Like it's just a non-event. Interesting. So there you go. Let go of that one. Okay, guys, we're back. Opening the book, Becky. Okay. Goal. Find the balance between being productive and being patient. Mm, I think I, yeah, you struggle with being patient. I am going to read this again. Goal, find the balance between being productive and being patient. It's probably not one of my best traits. (laughs) You are so impatient. But you know what, though? I'm really fucking learning. Can we talk about you with this, though? Yeah, I thought. You've got a good balance? I used to think I was impatient, but I think over... I think age and wisdom has made me more patient. I don't rush into things now. I I, I would like to think anyway. I sit back and go, oh, yeah. not all the t- not all the time. Yeah, right. But- I definitely have never had balance in my life until the last two years. Yeah, right. It's something I've genuinely like when I, so I describe balance and find the balance between being productive and being patient i've always been the extremist yes nikki's taken up running oh nikki's running half marathons oh nikki's just run a full marathon yeah nikki's taken up at 45 oh my god she's nikki's becoming doing gymnastics at the olympics yeah nikki's doing, yeah so but then on the other side of that is nikki's not doing anything and you know but i will say because i'm so self-aware and i've done so much work on myself that that is something i'm really really working on yeah and one of the things i'm impatient with is business yeah really impatient with business and i think because i manage businesses i was able when you're managing large teams you're able to move the dial quite quickly yeah you can change things up so if i yes if i want dramatically yeah so i'd be like right we're going to go on sale we're going to do that i'm going to get the team of people out here and the change would happen really fast Mm. and i've struggled working for myself because i'm like well i'm just going to be it's just going to do this. It's going to happen straight away. And it's not, you know, no. you've got to show up be every consistent. day and be really consistent. And I'm cool with it now, but it's, I have been impatient. Yeah. Mm, find the balance between being productive and being patient. I think it's fucking integral though, right? I think it's tricky. I th- I, I think part of that, oh, yeah, we're always working on the next thing, aren't we? But then sometimes you've got to suck it and see. Sometimes you've got to give things the time they need and to have things happen organically. Mm, agree. But we're always told as well, oh, if you want things to change, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it is hard to find a balance. It in, is really hard. I had, a, I had a client, this is really relevant, I had a client this morning who I've been working with for about six months and she said to me, She's really a bit fixated on work at the moment yeah. and she gets so much time. She doesn't have children and she said she gets so much time at home before her partner gets home and she watches so much TV and now she's kind of sitting there going, well, like, what do I do next type thing? Anyway, we had a chat about it and I was like, isn't it just okay to sit? This yeah, is right. welcome to contentment. Yeah, This is what we call like, yeah, I can. you can go and create something else to get busy with or you could just give yourself the permission slip to sit on the fucking sit couch and smash the fucking TV mm. or YouTube or wherever it is that floats your boat and be okay with it. Yeah. Um, and we worked through that this morning backwards and forwards and that's something that I've struggled with. I've struggled with being okay with downtime. I, but isn't this like we were saying before, a lot of people just don't like, they don't like their own company nope. and they don't like sitting um, because they don't want, to feel things to yeah they don't want to feel oh god i'm see i i don't know why i like maybe i'm a bit of a weirdo but i don't mind my own company it, it, oh no you love it so do i yeah it's my for my birthday weekend what do i want to do i'm going away again by myself guys <laughs> fuck that fuck relationships too fucking hard oh, all right let's ya. open the next one Da-da-da. okay ask yourself is this worry real or is it my mind oh just looking for something to grab onto 
I would be guilty of that one. Yeah. You oh, know. is this worry real or is it my mind just looking for looking for something to grab onto? Mm. Does your mind do that? Yep, it can do that. I, I've got a lot more conscious about things like that now and, and can stop myself and go, it's not helping. It's just not helping just to stop thinking about it. Our I'm mind like, is fucking such a weird It's sabotage, isn't it? It is. And and I say, this, I say this to people all the time. Thoughts aren't real. They're mm. just thoughts. And we create, because of our conditioning as to who we are and what we believe in, we look. We look for the bullshit yep. to convince ourselves so that we can mm. sit there and feel more comfortable. I see this in my friendships. I yep. see this in... Oh, God, I could talk about this for hours. Very interesting. Okay, guys, I am loving this. This is like my dream episode. Okay, I've changed books. I've changed books. Yeah, I've moved on to the book. The second book's called Clarity and Connection. So this is his second one. Same sort of thing, really small verses. All right, I'm opening it up. What have we got? Page 53. Heartbreak is not always a sad ending. Sometimes it sets in motion a profound transformation. It can open the door to truly loving yourself, becoming more emotionally mature and learning what type of partner would actually support your happiness. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, this is so relevant. This is why I love this man. Yeah. It's I, like he talks to my soul. <laughs> it's like it he is. knows you. He loves me. I am... Um, this is relevant to friendships as Absolutely. well. You know how sometimes any relationship, a friendship, yeah, when things change, and or you know it's not serving you anymore, and you you need to move on. There's like a an ending. Oh, but I just had deja vu oh, just did then. You? Yes, oh. about this topic because today is my best friend's birthday, oh. and I sent her a message, and I just had this whole little moment where yeah. this was all supposed to happen. There you go. It's very relevant. Um, yeah, so often there's a period where things change or you've moved on. We were talking about this actually with a guest earlier on, weren't we, where sometimes you just aren't on the same paths anymore. And, and, and what do you say? Fuck off or fit in? Fit in or fuck off. Fit in yeah. or fuck off. That's one of my mantras in life, people. And fit I in would or advise. fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I think that it's not always a sad ending and that whole That's right. friends for a season, a reason, yeah. I'm such an advocate of that. Yeah. And I just want to read this verse one more time. Heartbreak is not always a sad ending. Sometimes it sets in motion a profound transformation. It can open the door to truly loving yourself, becoming more emotionally mature and learning what type of partner would actually support your happiness. That is me. Mm. That is the last three years for me, right? I had to go as low as low could take me and it was sad but it set in motion I now love myself. And also, just it's like when we did the attachment style ones, you know now, even though you were really sad that that relationship ended, but it's so clear now that you weren't a good fit. It was never no going, it was never no going to work. So now, no. although you've had there's been that period of grief and cuz you know, it's ended, but now you are free to find somebody totally. that serves you. And if I hadn't have if I hadn't have gone through that, I wasn't emotionally mature like I am now. Mm. I was a little bit, you know, I looked for validation through my relationship. I outsourced my happiness to my partner. Yep. And none of that was her fault. But you were that was, subcontracting your soul. I was. I was. And it's just, yeah. And and the reality for me now is I'm so in love with myself that I'm not defined by having a partner or having yeah. a partner or not having a partner. And I'm not advocating that I don't want one. I absolutely would always welcome love into my space. Yeah. But I'm just really happy that right now I don't have space for it. Oh, well, this was good. That was a good one. Well, it's like we say, and, and you know, I've said before on this podcast, don't put your happiness in someone else's pocket. Oh, I know. You've said that When that person times. comes along, there'll be the icing on the cake, Nikki. Oh, God. Absolutely, Becky. <laughs> Okay, I've just opened it up to this one. I like this one, Becky. Base your relationship on clear communication and voluntary commitments, not expectations. 100%. Oh, I could talk about expectations for hours. Yeah, well, we've done quite a bit on expectations, haven't we? You know, my thoughts is if you love somebody, you you want the best for them, even though that might not be the best thing for you. That to me is love. And mm. it's quite a freeing way to love as well because you allow that person to be who they are you don't have to like everything they like no absolutely and i think again i want to i want a preference that when we think of a relationship we have a relationship with our coffee person mm. relationships with that with our boss with our people we work with with our friends with our family 
base your relationship on clear communication and voluntary commitments, not expectations. This is so important around people with really close families where they're like, oh, I've got to go to that dinner and I've got to this and we've got to do that at Christmas. And there's just so much expectation Mm. when it comes to family. And if you are a clear communicator and you can honestly say, no, I'm not coming, you don't even need to explain that's not going to happen for us this year because we've got da 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 da, da. or it's too much commitment or well, like that can go into boundaries it can it? it can go into boundaries and we want to talk about that right mm. oh i just think that expectation again in my old relationship i would send all these text messages and at the time i thought oh, i'm just so romantic but really i eventually realized that there was an expectation that it would come back so it was more about what you wanted back it was because i wasn't what loving you needed yourself correct. so because i wasn't loving myself and because i couldn't look in the mirror and love me for me yeah i would be like look at this look at this love me love me love me yeah. and then she wasn't that wasn't her love language so mm. often it was left with nothing and so then it was like see i am shit. i'm not worthy and so yeah. it became that massive cycle but even expectations, like even from a business perspective, from a friend's perspective, like I literally have zero expectation on people mm. because I've been disappointed so many times yeah. and I've now learned that it just doesn't serve me. And I'm always prepared for, well, if that doesn't work, that doesn't, you know, and then you can't set yourself up to feel like shit. But there's also a case, I was having this conversation um, just last night actually about trust. You know, I don't, I know what teenagers are like, right? Mm. They don't always tell you the truth. And I know that about my kids. I'm not a fan of those mums that are like, she told me this, she wouldn't lie. Yes, they would lie. Of course they They would. They would lie through their teeth to you. They would lie. And they do. They do. Because they just do. But I don't go in um, untrusting. I think no, you give the benefit of the doubt. You've got to give the benefit of the doubt mm. and trust. I mean, the amount of times I've said to mine, I'll back you if you're telling me the truth. And then, and then, and then you they're get like, the story. Uh-oh. yeah. Um, so I'd, I wouldn't like to be a pessimist with trust and not go in. So you go, I would go in with an expectation of trust in a relationship, but you know, it's on them then, isn't it? It's, mm. but having voluntary, having voluntary commitments like if you've got a partner or a friend and you don't want to go oh i'm going to give a real life example so this week there's a gay pride day on okay. s- on saturday and a friend of mine said oh do you want to come to the day thing and i said yeah yeah yeah, absolutely i'll come i don't have the kids that'd be really good for me i literally haven't been out of the house since fucking mardi gras mm-hmm. so i was like yep good that'll do me good and then she said oh we're going to go to such and such a gay bar after you need to buy a ticket the ticket's 35 dollars." and i instantly went <laughs> I didn't want to buy the ticket because yeah. I get a lot of anxiety around knowing I've got to do something yeah. on a certain day. It's really weird because well, again, it's the expectation. Correct. Then there's yeah. the expectation. So I went back to her and said, "I'm really keen. I'll sort a ticket on the night because I don't want to be boxed." So I just went back and said, "I'm really keen to come. I'm not buying the ticket now. Yeah. It causes me anxiety. I just want to know that I can pull out at the last minute." And she went, "No worries." No worries, Chica. I know how you roll. Yeah. Perfect. Now, I have full intention of going to the day and going to the night. And if I have to pay an extra 10 or $15 at the door to get in, that's okay because I want the opportunity to back out. If I'd bought that ticket, I can tell you now in my head this week would be like, but what if I'm painting in the afternoon and I don't want to go? And then what if the night's not good? And what if I've spent that amount of money? And what if I then want to get... So it's more a control thing. You're controlling your own... Destiny? Um, yeah. You, yes. You're not yes. giving a... Yeah, it's funny. You're not giving away your I'm, control of what happens on the on day. On that night. By... And I, but, but I also don't want the expectation of yeah. feeling like I have to go to something. Oh, and, yeah. and this, I but relate this, to that 100%. This also makes me a bit of a shit friend because I have had feedback from my friend that's like I pull out 50% of the time. So I'm very aware that I'll be like, yeah, cool, let's go do dinner. And then on the night I'm like, yeah, fuck, not coming. Yeah, see, I but think that's I, I have I a boundary. I'm a disappointing friend anyway because I'll be like, no, it's not. I, I from the off, I go, it's not my bag. Like, not You're if just it was straight that, up. It, yeah, I'm just like, oh, it's not my thing. Yeah, and it, it can be a bit 
but it is having boundaries right so I've got a friend who loves the theatre it's like she loves it yeah so she'll be quite passionate about something and, and you're and like, be like oh it was so funny do you want to come and see it and I'll be like it's not, it's not my thing yeah and see this is the thing right the downside to having all these boundaries because I have them and I love them and then is I that you could end up in a shed on your own well in a field this because he, you made so many boundaries this is it right true story on one of the days of the weekend is gone I had halves and we'd had a great day and I just felt like a steak and a beer. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I wonder who I can, like, who wants to come to the surf club or who wants to come to the pub? And then I tried to recruit two or three people and they're all like, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> and fair enough because I've stood them up a hundred times and then, you know, I went as far as trying to get my eldest son to come and he's like, I'm in the surf. And I'm like, halves, do you want to go to the pub for lunch? <laughs> you know, and he's like, no, I just want to go home. And so we didn't go. But I'm okay with it. Yeah. Because that's the downside of not, yeah, but I've gotten really. But that's being flexible, which is another, um, it's, it's a skill. I, I know myself, talking of habits and all these things, it's mm. like my walk, right? Mm. My walk can be like a religion. I, I feel to me like it's a form of meditation. I do every day. I feel so much better after mm. it. It's, it but you, benefits but you, me but all the does, way around. But, but you are also attaching emotion and meaning to it so to hear that narrative so yes right, it is but 100%. you've created that so i've had to learn to kind of go no you need to be flexible about this if you can't yeah. walk you can't walk if you've got a sick kid you can't walk and it's yeah. no big deal yeah because you walk the next day yeah because i used to be like yeah, yeah yeah used to piss you off yeah whereas now i go no you can't you've got to be you've got to be, got a mom to be now. flexible and yeah things happen i Life just think happens. i think Clear communication in any relationship, it is so fucking hard, so hard. People struggle with it. But when you do it mm. and when you do it with love and you don't do it with ego, yeah, all of your relationships are stronger, all of them. Ego is a hard one. Oh, it's it's hard. hard to do things without any oh, It's any hard. Everyone's got an ego. ego. Yeah. I, don't think you, I don't think anyone will ever remove it completely. No. Oh, we could talk. We could do an episode. We do need to do an episode on ego. Yeah. Okay, guys. Page 35. Give us it. Are you ready? Yeah. It is okay to not have the answer. One of the bravest things you can do is boldly embrace the unknown, accept your fear, and continue to move forward. A clear mission does not always have a clear path. Do you see why I love this man? I do. I do. And it, again, it goes. If you're going to say "butt" now, things. get out of the. Oh, I could see a bee coming out of those lips. No, only because you. It, it goes against a lot. You know, when everyone goes, "Oh, you need a strategy, and you need to have this, and you need to." No, it's not always a clear path. And, that's right. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it's put that. So I really like. It's okay to not have the answers. Yeah. I love that. There is yeah. nothing more attractive in anyone or anything when they go. Do you know what? I actually don't know. Yeah. Like when we interviewed a guest just before she started talking about something i had no fucking idea and i was yeah, like hang on a second enogram in enogram i was like hang on a second that sounds like a medical procedure yeah it did a bit actually. it did right so one of the bravest things you can do is boldly embrace the unknown and accept your fear do you have any fears becky oh yeah i know what you've got yeah getting on the camera oh yeah doing or doing the talk yeah. getting the tiktoks it's not the talking it's the camera bit it's the camera bit so and I'm like, making I'm a, you embrace it. Yeah, it's um, I find that tough. And that is about showing up unapologetically and just being yourself. And it's I find it hard to put myself out there sometimes. In I know, but, but you know what's interesting about you, and I'm learning this as we've become friends, is you find that hard, yet when we get into a deep conversation – you're actually very secure within self. Like you're very, I just think it's a, I think it's a physical body image issue. Yes, it is. Yeah. So it's it rather, is. it's rather than an inside job. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not worried about talking or. Um... Well, obviously, cause we've got a fucking podcast. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> yeah, Christ. Um, but that going on the camera, I find that hard. I do find it hard and I'm, it's very empowering seeing other people. Well, it can be two things. When you see Instagram and you see women being themselves, like there's an admiration where you just go, wow. Well, you do it. Yeah. You do it. Um, but but people also go, look at this fucking idiot dancing on the camera, and that's their shadow work. That's their issue. Yeah, that's on them. And I get all that. I just find it hard. Um, 
it doesn't come naturally to me but i also know that the only way i will get more natural at it is by practice and doing mm. it but it's, it's just hard taking that first step do you know the first time i ever did a live i was like having a full-blown anxiety attack like no, i did I was do a like, live remember when i we recorded the whole bit when i was going okay i'm gonna call you now <laughs> yeah and we got that all in you can see that on our instagram it's pretty funny but i think that you have to embrace the unknown i think that sitting in the uncomfortable doing something that we don't feel great at you just don't grow if you don't and that's right but i do like when I spoke to a guest it was actually when you were away but it was about rather than doing that whole feel the fear and do it anyway which can feel uncomfortable yep having that one foot in comfort and one foot and in i think that's safe like baby steps baby steps. and know? i think and i think that that's the really like i think that's a really healthy way to yeah. do it and i i've gone like that you know like i literally I struggled with it. I to everyone that looks at me now, they just think this is so easy. This was not easy. Yeah, I was practice. I was shamed into talking about myself and you can't share that, you can't say that, you can't do that. And now I've literally mm. making a living out of doing all the things that I was that told not said to. You shouldn't. Correct. Yeah. Like literally, Nikki speaks too much. Nikki needs to think before she speaks. You can't say that. You can't talk about that. You can't talk about the divorce. That's my story. Da, 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 da. It's like fuck you all. I'm showing up as a cunt. I'm gonna unapologetically me. Gonna I'm going to have it. my fucking say. Yeah. And we're surrounding ourselves on our podcast with so many people that are doing the same thing. Yeah, I've got no problem with a say. It's just, you know, your face. We need we need an account on Instagram just called your face. Oh, my God, you're so funny. <laughs> so look out for that, guys. I'm going to get Becky on there more regularly. All right, I'm opening it up. Da, 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 da. What have we got? Ask yourself often, am I observing the situation accurately or am I projecting how I feel onto oh, what is yeah. happening? That's a good one. Are you a projector? Oh, yeah, I can be. And um, as again, you've got to stop yourself, haven't you, and go, hang on a minute, why am I? It's like when things trigger you. Yes. It's like we've talked about the, I call it mirroring, you call it shadow work, which is same, probably same. the correct term. Um, no, no, it's the same. Whereas if I'm triggered by something, again, we could talk about Instagram. Um, it's Instagram like, is why? very, yes. Yeah. You do, we do this with each other triggering? all the time. Yeah. There, there was a Facebook post. Of, uh, it's so funny because I realized instantly it triggered me and I wanted to send it to you and go, for fuck's sake, look at this. Like, uh, mm -hmm. um, And then did you just stop and go, okay, what is this? Yeah, I was like, what? what is it about? <laughs> We've got a little dog. We've got a little dog at the our dog's feet. The dog's just having a cough. The dog's having a cough. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I was like, what is it um, about this that I'm finding triggering? Mm. Um, people, people, other people having success, this is a space where I find women really in that, in that instance yeah, they see someone doing something and they're like, what the fucking shit? What's she yeah, on? It, or? Was, it wasn't about success. I suppose it was more judgy. I suppose... I yeah it was and I I had had a chat with myself and I was like why am I feeling like that about it like would I do that if that was me would I do it and would I but it's not about whether you do it or not just fucking be happy that they are like I live in this I lived in this space I was so judgy and I still now look and go okay like I look at Bobby my coach I'm like yeah you know rubbing blood on your face on Instagram from your period is what I would call very extreme right all right all right all right can i can i ask a question about yes. that? okay i know someone i don't they're not a friend of mine but this person is is somebody not talking about bobby now this lady is a person that advocates that and she holds rituals for oh doing yes it and womb yeah yeah um, she be in love with your womb yeah womb connection but she's also got a boob job yeah so what's wrong with that well do they align like if you if you're fucking totally well, like, that, of course you do. Who cares? Everyone has a choice. You've yeah, had a boob yeah, yeah, job. Yeah. yeah, but what I'm saying is if it's all about this holistic, oh. But see how you're trying to categorise them? You're trying to put someone in a bucket. Why can't because you? Because if somebody is like a womb healer, you know, I'm going to put blood on my face and I'm at one with Mother Nature and yeah. then they go and have a boob job. Is Same. That not That's me. Yes. Good on them. That's who they are. I'm the biggest fucking contradiction. I'm at a 10-day meditation camp not speaking to the outside world. I'm full of fucking Botox and I buy all the clothes 
and I have a podcast and I make money off Instagram. And yet it's like, this is exactly what you're doing now is you're, you are like, you're projecting the fact that they're living their fucking true self and they don't give a fuck what you think. And you're going, well, you have to be one way or the other. But you don't, Becky. You get to be who they the fuck you want. Yeah, you can be, but it, everyone can have their own opinion. Yeah. I just think, uh, like, but what? So what's it? No, let's digress this. Yeah, let's, what's, let's, what do I what find is, triggering about? What's the what's the trigger about? So Mother Earth people, they're living essentially off the land, and they're rubbing period blood like on their mother face. Mother nature, everything's yeah. inside of us that we need, da, da, yeah. da, da, da. Well, yeah. why do you need a boob job? Because, I need a boob job. Because, like, because she's not happy with that part of her and so she went and did it, which is exactly what I did it because the person, when I had a boob job, I I felt like I was looking for external validation, right, and that was a time in my life where I went and did it. Right now I wouldn't do it but it's done, right. I've had the growth. Would now, you not do it? I'd have another one in a heartbeat. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that you can't then have an enlightened life and go to a fucking like a burning ceremony or a meditation or I think you're being very judgmental in this space right now. <laughs> and I think you no, but I'm trying to I'm trying to advocate that I think being a contradiction, anyone has the right to show up and be and do whoever the fuck they want. So what I was gonna say about Bobby is would I use my period blood on my face? No. Why? Because it just doesn't align with me, right? I still struggle with number one, is it worthwhile? Is it going to work? You know, but it's not my thing. Like it just doesn't float my boat. It doesn't, it's not something I want to do, right? Yeah. But love that she loves doing it. Love that she's so comfortable and confident that she does it on her socials and says, fuck off to anyone that judges yeah, 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 yeah. it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but. That's fine. I'm not saying that people can't do that. Then what are you saying? I'm saying where does that cross over? Not, not Bobby. I'm not talking about Bobby. No, 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 you're not talking about Bobby. I'm talking about somebody when they promote themselves as, you know, next to uh, earthliness. Like yeah. I'm so earthly and I'm so connected with the earth and mother nature, but yet they've had. But they're human. Just So this is like the woman. So there's a nutritionist in Sydney who is advocating she gets up and she has green smoothies and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, and then there's photos of her snorting cocaine at a like a Sunday afternoon club, right? And so she's built a business with millions of followers on this is all I eat all day and then there's a photo of her going, well, that's what, you're only eating that because you're snorting cocaine in the afternoon, oh, bit right? Of balance, bit of it's balance a bit of balance, work. right? <laughs> now she's getting, like, she's getting ridiculed over that. Now I just think, fuck off. We're all a contradiction in one way or another. I know. Like you I, just made I me have a juice. Sometimes when it's about making money, though, I think that's when people get the ass. I reckon that's why I got the ass. Actually, if we're being totally honest, let's have it. Right. That's my problem with it, Nikki. Okay. She's holding places, making money on the fact that she's Mrs. Mother Nature, Earth. But she's mother. not. You're missing the point. She's not making money off it for her she's introducing it to the new person like you're making it about money and her which is that's because that's an issue for you so maybe you've got an issue with the fact that you're not doing something and gaining money out of it <gasps> maybe it's my inner stripper uh, maybe it's your inner stripper <laughs> <laughs> only fans here we go oh god she's gonna be selling her knickers on the fucking <laughs> She watch That's this. not a bad idea. There's people out there like that kind of thing. Hey, but this is what I'm saying, right? So, like, right now, like, I, everything you've just so said. So you're saying I can be on OnlyFans and be a volunteer at the school fate. It's basically what you're saying. 100%. And this is what I, I I'm going to try it out then. I am Let's advocating. See if Nikki's right, everyone. I can be on OnlyFans and be a volunteer but at Becky, the school fate But, Becky, look year. at me. I've got a podcast. I had a threesome. I've shared everything. You still think I'm a great mum? You still think that I'm loving my children. You still think that I'm showing up and doing all these things. Like, yeah. I think that you think that, right? And yeah. it's like, can you imagine a mum, a mum from our school listening to all the podcasts and not knowing me would be like, holy fuck, this chick is loose. She's had a threesome. She talks about cocaine. She'd have this massive judgment. Yet if I was her coach, she'd probably adore me like all my other clients do. Mm. You've got to be more accepting. This is powerful stuff. <laughs>
right, I'm just that's just got more heated. I'm just showing Nikki what I was on about just to just to get my point across. Oh God, guys, don't we just love it? We just love this is so organic and real and happening in our in, in front of our very eyes. Just to make it clear, I'll put a disclaimer out there. I've got no problem with people doing their gig and doing that, making money, selling stuff, and I've got nothing against boob jobs or or um, Mother Nature. Okay. I love both. I know. So Nikki some, thinks it's a money thing. It might be a money thing. I think, no, I think that you can look at people and go, like that was, we just read the post, very spiritual, very much about shamanic breath work, blah, blah, blah. She is clearly very spiritual, far more spiritual than you. So you don't have a connection to that number one. Do you think and, it might be that I'm... A, she's more spiritual than me and has a better boobs. 100%. And B, <laughs> she's charging $450 for the session and you're not getting the $450. Yeah, you are so, convincing me that OnlyFans is a way forward. Absolutely. But the truth is like I've got a container that I'm doing at the moment and people are paying $480 to come into my space and I've had a boob job and I'm going to talk to them all about their sense of self and purpose. But because I'm not marketing it in that way, you would never judge me on that. Oh. Do you get where I'm going? Anyway, we're digressing. Right, let's get into the next one. Just saying, if you do want me to take pictures of your boobs, I can do it before. We I know, but the well, we've already talked. <laughs> <laughs> we've already talked about it. They've, I mean, well, I was trying to take a photo of them. Oh God, this is all so intertwined. Okay, <laughs> we're back into this book. Your friends who have the courage to expand their wisdom and self awareness, they are special. Keep them close. Oh. Oh, I'm going to read nice it again. Yeah, Your on. friends who have the courage to expand their wisdom and their self-awareness, they are special. Keep them close. Nice. Now, I want to talk I about. I agree with that. Oh, so do I. But this is, so right now I am recruiting anyone out there who wants to be a close friend of mine that is going to expand me. Oh. So I say this with full respect, right? I have been recruiting this year and I haven't done it very successfully. I want to find my tribe of people right? I want to yeah. be able to, like, I think I've shared on one of the podcasts, I felt so safe when I went to that topless lunch Yeah, that I was, that. I was just around like-minded women. Like they were all off doing their thing. Now I have some really great friend connections with quite spiritual people via Instagram yeah, and via my coach and people that work with Bobby, etc. But my friends are all amazing. Mm. but they're not expanding themselves at a rate that I am. So this is what we were talking about earlier on with a guest when we were recording um, about people not being on the same pathway yeah, and I as think, you are. Yeah, and I think like – Or developing at a different rate. Or developing at all, right? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. like if you and I were – if you and I had started this podcast and 10, 10 episodes in you you didn't open your mind up to the new things, we wouldn't have made it this far. No. Right? And if you didn't have a respect for all the things I was out doing and learning, we wouldn't have come this far because you'd be like, you're going to what? You're going to share the threesome on the podcast or yeah. you're going to go to a fucking meditation camp or you're going to – but instead you've gone, fucking you do you, Nikki. Yeah, and I would like to point out, I know I've been the shallow one on this podcast, but – You're not shallow. Stop bashing it's... my fucking friend. <laughs> no, but I don't want to bash other people. But that you're learning. Like my, my you're just other... learning. This I is still new. think it's unaligned. But anyway. Oh, for fuck's sake. I do. Unaligned for your judgment. Yes. Unaligned to you. Who cares what you think? I You're not. I need to unfollow. Don't you I? are not exactly. <laughs> you are not her targeted client because you're not spiritual enough. You shouldn't even be following yeah. in the first place. If you're following people, guys, on Instagram and you're judging them, fucking stop following them. This wasn't on Instagram, by the way. I'm just putting that out there. Disclaimer again. Do you know what? This is very similar to when I picked up my artworks from a supplier and oh. they said to me, "Oh, look." You probably would sell more if they didn't look like Too they much were vash. vaginas, right? Mm, Too much vulvas. vulva. And I was like, fuck yeah, I love that. Like I love that they're not buying them for that reason because if they don't want to have a vulva on their wall, then I don't want them as a client. Yeah. Now I, Nikki, five years ago would have gone, oh, I better clean up my artwork. Now I'm like, fuck you. So I probably get once a week people commenting on my cunt acronym on Instagram. Oh, do you? Yeah, people once a week. Doing that. Yeah, once a week. But – Oh, actually, no, I reckon once every, I reckon twice a week I get it's fucking amazing and once a fortnight I get why would you do that, I won't oh. follow. But then why would you bother telling me? Yeah, well, yeah, people do that. I think there is that thing and I, I – oh, By the way, just turn I want to praise you. You didn't send that to me. 
because I'm glad, and I'm glad you didn't because it's made for a good, it's made for a good past. I want to go back to this. Your friends who have the courage to expand their wisdom. So this is all about surrounding yourself with people that are expanding themselves that you can learn and grow from. And, yeah, I and, think there's a lot to be learned there. It's a lot about who you surround yourself is has such, with has such a big it's impact. It's the top five people. Yeah, has such a big impact on your life and who you are, who you become. Um, that that's really you sent me. A, you sent me a very nice message when I went to my um, vipassana about yeah. welcoming my energy into your space. Absolutely, and I was very grateful. It might have struck a little tear. Oh, yeah. Well, I think we've one thing we've learned from each other. Like we've seen firsthand how some people. We were just talking about it earlier. Um, people can bring you down, can't they? Fucking oath. Yeah, and and sometimes you don't realise it straight away either. Sometimes it's it's only afterwards you kind of go, God, that was that was heavy. Yeah, so but but I'm... I think that you and I, and we're obviously growing before our listeners' very ears. I can't wait till we're like you know, on the ABC or, you know, on radio <laughs> or whatever it is. And we look back at these podcasts and we're like, oh, I remember in the beginning when and that and that, that that's where I see us going. Right? There'll be a few like delete, delete. Yeah, they'll be delete. like, oh fuck. But I think that like last night we had we have open communication. I'm like, yeah, hey, I want to do this. And you're like, yeah, look, me not really feeling it. I'm like, okay, I'm not really feeling this. Like that's testament to everything we're learning along the way. Anyway, yeah, in, that was actually. I agree with you 100%. It was healthy. Oh, totally healthy. I don't think I if if I yeah, I'm so proud of how far I've expanded myself. Mm. I'm not proud of all the things I've said along the way. I've said some nasty things about people, particularly around appearance. Like I can be a bit of a bitch with that. Like call someone ugly or, you know, which is not very nice. But I own it, I learn from it, and then I swallow it up and then yeah. I don't want to do it again. Yeah. And coming off the back of a pasna, I feel like right now I'm very aligned and I'm so confident. Like even when I ended that short relationship, I did it, I spoke my truth, I said my mm. thing, I didn't drag it out. Yeah. Yes, I could have texted a few days later and, yes, I could have done all those things but it was all selfish, right? Like Kindness in clearness. Kindness in clearness. Oh. I'm seeing you as a, I'm going to make a coach out of you very soon. <laughs> All right. Have we got time for one more? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Nikki, I've just noticed there, your jeans, you've got. Um, I'm growing got my hairy, hair legs. Hairy legs yep, going on I'm there. doing a bobby. So I'm growing them. I'm growing my hair legs. I've decided whilst I'm not with a partner, I'm just yep. going to grow my hair. Just your legs. No, and my fanny. Your vag, your I'm vulva growing hair. My, I'm growing my vulva hair. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> but I am going to do it for the podcast and. Are we going to Are we gonna put a picture up on the we'll, website? We'll have to put it on the website because Instagram bans you if you do that. Uh, I don't know if I'll do a picture. Do you really want your growler up there? I don't really want. <laughs> she's going to turn into a growler. I don't want my growler up there. But I am, I'm growing my hair because I'm doing this for my son. So at the moment, Dakota's shaving the, the hair on his chest and I've got okay. a massive problem with it. Oh, do you? Well, I'm just like, why are you doing that? Because it's gross, it's gross, it's gross. Because this, again, conditioning, why is it gross? Because society's telling you it's gross because you go to the gym now. Like, this is where I'm a contradiction. I make money. Yeah, because you were just telling me it's fine for people to do whatever they it like. Is, and you shouldn't it judge. is, but he's doing it, he's doing it because he's aspiring to be something that's not real, right? He's fallen victim to looking a certain way and being a looking certain buff. way. I know. And he looks buff and he looks good, but men have hair on their chest. Now, fine, he's taken it off, it's fine. But I just want to see how I look with hair. If I, had legs. A son, I would tell him to concentrate on nasal hair. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have any of these. Too little. <laughs> that only ha you're just used to being with old men. Okay, we're going to wrap this up. This I is our like last one. Older man, hairy mm. or not? Oof! Is your partner hairy? It's quite hairy, yeah. Oh. Apart from on his head, funnily enough. Do you know? I heard something the other day on something I was watching. It was really interesting. Is it's like everything's about context, right? Mm. I want to give you an example. I walk in and go, "Oh wow, your hair looks beautiful today, Becky. You've had it done." And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then you deliver me a sandwich. And in that sandwich is a hair. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's a hair in the sandwich. It's gross. Yeah. Context. Yeah. The hair was beautiful. But on the, my head. On your head. But the hair in my sandwich, horrendous. we perceive it to be horrendous and gross. Yeah. Everything's about context. Yeah. And about perspective. I agree. All right. This is our last one. What you're saying is it's all right for other men to have shaved chests, just not your son. Oh, am I saying that? 
No, I'm not saying that. I'm trying to get a rise. I'm not. I'm not. I just. I'm. He's so much about what he looks like. All right. Well, tell me this. At the you moment, ju- you were just saying. So you're growing your leg hair and your your vulva hair. I'm driving. Yeah, I'm growing my fanny hair. I think while you can call you it a fanny. While you don't have a partner, I might keep it. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, why wouldn't it be okay? Like, if your person, well, I'm going to see what it looks along, like. I'm going to say, I think I'd shave it because because well, it doesn't tidy it up a bit, wouldn't you? You well, give it a okay, bit of a so trim. Okay. So I am doing this. So Bobby, my coach, grew her underarm hair yeah. as an experiment. Yeah, she's still got it. She's still got it. She's yeah. kept it. I just did an, a boot. I just did a creation of her of her boobs, yeah. and she's got her arms up, so you can see the arm oh, hair. Okay. So I've drawn the arm hair in. She did it to get comfortable with the discomfort of it, right? Yeah. So it was purely a trial thing, and yeah. then she did it. She still shaves her legs, evolve everything, or not shaves it. Doesn't have any hair there. So she did it. She found she perspired less. She found it became part of her body. It's really soft, and her partner was not into it at all and then grew to love it so she's kept it and she keeps it because she she goes to a gym so in a gym environment yeah in crossfit you can imagine how frowned upon it is yes but she does it as a conversation starter and she loves the social experiment of it of when people are like (gasps) which is exactly what a former guest of ours jesse's doing now the naked yoga teacher she is now called she's finding herself jesse is really hairy, hairy all over her body. Mm. She has vulva hair, everything. Apart from her head. Apart from her head, yeah. And she really struggles with it. Like it's a constant. So I'm just doing all this as a little bit of a just dipping my toe in the trial to see what this all feels like. But I've got to say, like I did have laser on my vulva years ago, so it's coming back quite patchy. Oh. So I've kind of got a bit more Well, hair. I have laser envy because obviously being a ranger, I can't laser my vulva. Oh, that's right. We've talked vulva. about that. So do you just shave it? I use the cream and I've got a, like, a wet, dry shaver. Yeah, you know, like, is it oh, Nair? You put Nair on your bits. Um, yeah. Oh, geez, be careful there. So, I mean, it's it's used to it. It's used to it's it. Used to <laughs> and then it just wipes off, doesn't it? Yeah, Hair you just removal. shower it off. But I do also have one of those beat, wet, dry oh. shaver things I keep in the shower as well. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, either okay. or. Let's get back to this last one. Oh, yeah, go. I knew I was on the right path when I started feeling peace in situations where I would normally feel tension. Yes. I'm going to read it again. I knew I was on the right path when I started feeling peace in situations where I would normally feel tension. This is a good one. This is a good one. It is a good one because I think this is, to me, initially when you read it, I'm like, okay, I know what that feels like because now I have the ability to sit back and go, do you know what? That's not me. Mm. That's them. Correct. It's a them problem. It's a them problem. It's not. It's annoyed me, but do you know what? It's not my it's not my thing. I don't need to stress about it. Mm. And and you can't change someone's opinion sometimes. It's not your job to change their no, opinion either. No, it's not. And who cares what others think? Yeah, so I have learned to walk away from situations and go, I'm not going to give that I, any more energy. I saw you in an environment with your ex-husband where I think there would normally have been tension and you were thriving. Yes, well, sometimes you've got to pick up that gauntlet and run with it. You do, I right? did say I was power dressing for the occasion. You did, and you <laughs> and you owned it. It's interesting. So on the contrary, around about the same time, I had an interaction with my ex and yes. I, I went in going, I've got this, I'm so sorted, I've healed now, I've done the work, and I was it all came back. So the, the situation was so disarming. Disarming and mm. full attention that it brought me to my knees literally and was a blithering mess. But you bounce back from that really quickly. Correct, because I've got the tools to bounce yeah. back. But one that does um I'm starting to feel a lot more peace in and around the school environment. Like okay. and just kind of holding my own a bit. The tuck shop ladies. Yeah. They're giving you some grief, Nikki. No, but you tell I, me. But I'll you, sort it right out. I'll sort those bitches out. <laughs> but I just, yeah, where I would ordinarily feel tension, I, yeah, I'm just leaning into the discomfort. Like mm. even just ending that relationship, that would normally be a really difficult thing. And it was, there was a whole lot of tension around it. And then I went, I'm just going to do it now. Like I think I'm just going to not. This is, but it's funny how everything's so relevant when we do the podcast. It, it kind of goes with how our lives go. I've learned that as well, that when you lean into something that's uncomfortable, whether it's like ending a relationship and you think, oh, but it's going to be awful, I'm going to hurt their feelings. But the result of that is that you're free. 100%. It's very freeing and liberating. 100%. You know? and, and, and it wasn't until I entered into a five-week, only very short, but 
a relationship and decided, no, no. And I came back from Vipassana going, I'm going mm. to give this a go, right? Yeah, I came, back, did, I came back and said, yep, no, I'm doing this. Yep. And I was in it, in it, in it until I went, oh, this is just not right. It's it's not giving me the right feels. No, it's not yeah. giving me the right feels. And since then, this has got nothing to do with the other person, right? But since then, I have felt free. Mm. I feel in... I feel free and very aware that I don't have the space right now. I'm so focused on my business and my children and my friends and I want to find a tribe. Like right now it's more important for me to find people. Like I've got this weekend free Mm. and I've got my old friends, which I love dearly, but I want to go and get my boobs out and I don't want to put period blood on, but I want to go to a shamanic breath centre. That's who I want to be around, right? And I want, or I want to go to, like, we talked about going to that business seminar. Like, oh, yeah. I want to put myself in situations where I would normally feel discomfort, mm. be who I am, and then see what happens. Because when I was in all of those positions in the, in the past, I was the old me. Yeah. Like when I would go to networking events or, you know, I've presented to hundreds of people and all those types of things. But when I did that, that was the fucking fake me. Mm. That was me being, you know, Nikki in the corporate career. I want to show up now in as many spaces as I can as this Nikki because I'm not afraid anymore. We'll be doing the couch out loud soon. Oh, we are. We're going to be doing our first real live appearance. Mm. Oh, And then we might even – oh, I think we've got to take this – we've got to take this show on the road, guys. The road show. The road show. I want to go to Sydney. We've got – we can get into a professional podcast studio. All right, well, that was a good one. I think we can wrap that up now. Yeah, I think think we've all – We've had a bit of young. Look at your book. Yeah, <laughs> we, we be young. Wow. Okay. Good job oh. you bought your book. Jeez, it's always like a marathon at the end, isn't it? <laughs> we we always end up going places we don't necessarily plan. Yeah, I know. Oh, we do digress. Good. It was good. It was really glad interesting. You the book. I'm glad I bought the book. I just I love coming up with new ideas. Well, next is going to be um, Cards of Humanity. Oh, God, <laughs> we really get to take a deep dive into the warpness of your mind. The inner stripper is going to come out. The inner kink. Oh, God, guys, have a great week. We'll be back soon. Bye. Yourart.com.au. It's not just about art. It's also about coaching. In this space, I have a container coming up called Be Your Creator, where you can join a beautiful safe space with other women and really work out what your true purpose in life is. It's starting in mid-June. All you need to do is jump on the website or direct message Nikki today.